Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world. I bring to you the Ultimate Singles Summit. So this is going to be a little something different, something perhaps you may have never experienced before. Because on this first day of February 2023, we're going to put a specific focus on singles. Now, why have I decided to do this? Well, many reasons. One reason is because this perhaps may be the time of year where people may start feeling kind of lonely. And I don't know, maybe you're married and maybe you feel lonely too. But with all due respect, this is going to be a specific focus geared towards singles. But again, that does not mean that married folks can't learn something from it too. Or at the very least, you can share this episode and many other of these episodes with those that are single. So... As I mentioned, we're going to put a specific focus on singles because I truly believe that us as singles, you really got to you really got to take a step back and ask yourself, what should I really be focusing on? And one of the other reasons that I am doing this so-called series called the Ultimate Single Summit is because for me, myself and my journey. You know, it's been a lot of ups and downs, bumps and bruises, and a lot of highlights and a lot of bright lights and a lot of high shining moments. And throughout my journey of doing this series, I want to be able to share my experiences, my journey, my wisdom, my ups, my downs, my successes, my, my failures, and everything in between. And I want you to walk away from this Not just saying, whoo, man, that was a great episode. Man, he really said some stuff there. Not just that. I want you to also walk away extracting, extracting as much information as you can from this and other episodes like this that I will be talking about. And from another aspect, you know, you hear people all the time or uh, over the years talk about how certain singles feel neglected when it comes to church. You know, so I want to do my part and help shed some light on who singles are and who they're supposed to be and really to challenge you to look yourself in the mirror and say, who am I and where am I at in my singlehood? Where am I at in my singleness? And is this about trying to prep for marriage? Not necessarily. This is not about trying to prepare for marriage or anything like that. Now, that doesn't mean I may not talk about that, but that that's not really the the foundational reason for what this is all about. I I truly believe this is a series that is geared and designed to challenge singles to look at their blueprint, if you will, or look at their map, look at their scope, look at themselves as a whole and figure out what's going right and figure out what's not going right. And even if they have the vision to see what is going right and what's not going right, I think that's the bigger thing. Do you have the vision to see what is right and to see what is not right? All right. So this particular episode is somewhat of an appetizer. This is 
the appetizer before you are served the main dish. This is a little bit of shot of protein in your system, a little bit of shot of a protein to help boost your system, to help boost your mood and to help boost mental clarity and everything else with on the inside of you. Because sometimes as a single, sometimes that bug can just, can just stay on the windshield and we don't know how to wipe it off. Because I myself, many times before, I thought that I was focused or I thought that I was focused on a, a particular sustaining path or I thought that I was focused on the right things or this, that, and the other. But once I took the amount of steps that I needed to take back, and I saw where I was going and I saw where I was headed and then where I saw where I really needed to go, things became very ultra clear. And that's what I want to help do for you in this and many other episodes. So some of the topics that will be talked about well, in no particular order, it could be dating, it could be you as a person, it could be fitness, it could be money. It could be just anything in life. Anything that pertains to life is going to be talked about. It is most likely going to be talked about throughout this entire singles summit. So I would challenge you to pass this episode on to a friend. Pass it on to two friends. Pass it on to at least one to two people that you know, especially if they're single. And tell them they got to listen, that they got to subscribe and follow the Ultimate You podcast so that way they don't miss a beat. They don't miss an episode that is downloaded and uploaded into their earwaves. Yes, and I did say downloaded and uploaded. That's right. You never know which way it's going to be loaded, whether if it's down or up. That's what we do on this podcast. Just to give a little more insight on this single summit. It's about vision. Okay, one of the big things is it's about vision. And automatically by default, a lot of you listening right now, when I say vision, perhaps you might think physical vision. You might think through the vision of your eyes. And I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm talking about vision through the eyes of your heart. Talking about vision through the eyes of your heart. And then if you want to attach something else to that, you're also talking about the state of your heart, the condition of your heart. Let's run that back again. The state of your heart and the condition of your heart. Because the condition of your heart is going to be dependent upon how well you see out of the eyes of your heart. As I mentioned a few episodes ago in one of the recent episodes, I talked about how there are a lot of us that are we. What we say and what we do, we feel and we believe that it is clean in our own eyes, but we have not been washed of our filth. And again, that is worth repeating. There are a lot of us that do the right things. We say the right things and we're involved in a lot of things in our lives. And we conduct ourselves a certain way. We have certain views on certain things. We have a certain approach on how we do things. And for some of us, it may be right and it may be wrong. For some of us, we do a thing, we say a thing, and we say, boom, that's clean. That's clean. That, that's truth right there. However, even with that, we have not been washed of our filth. And so at some point throughout this series, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to dissect that as well. 
We're going to talk about, as I mentioned, what should a single be focused on? What is the essence of someone being single? Is it, is it, um, is it mandatory that a single must be married? Has society put pressure on singles saying that you got to be married or that you, you got to be this, you got to be that? Is, it a, is that a must have? Are you looked at a certain way because you're not married? Huh? Are you asked in a specific kind of way from a person? Are you married yet? Why aren't you married yet? Why are you still single? Have you been asked that before? And, you know, maybe it's a question out of a pure heart, out of a pure mind, perhaps. Well, perhaps maybe the way that it's asked, depending on the person, maybe the undertone and how that person asks you that question. Does that make you feel a certain kind of way when they ask you, why have you been single for all this time? Why haven't you been married yet? Why don't you have any kids? Is that supposed to be a a check off the list like you're supposed to have these things? Now, let's let's be clear. It is. Now, I am not speaking from experience on what I'm about to say, but I can say in belief and in truth that it is a supreme blessing to be a parent and to be. Uh, a person that has kids. Now, I know that goes without saying, right? But I want to make sure that I say it both ways. Well, those of you out there that are parents, it's a blessing to be a parent and it's a blessing to have children, right? It's a blessing to be a mother. It's a blessing to be a father. But I just want to pose that question again to, to singles, you know, like, have you ever been that person that has been asked, oh, why are you still single? You know, there are some sometimes people can ask that question and sometimes some people can mean in a certain kind of way out of a pure heart and right mind and all that kind of stuff. And then others kind of say kind of in a, a poking the bear kind of thing, sort of as like, man, it's been a long time. Why are you still this? Why are you still that? And square business, I will be upfront and very honest. At this point in my life, if I am ever asked in the, the latter kind of a manner, I'm going to say something and be like, please don't ask me like that. <laughs> that is who BDB is right here, right now. So if I am ever asked that question in that kind of manner, like, why are you still single? Why are you still this? Why are you still that? I will respond back to you in a respectful and firm manner, but I'm going to be like, don't ask me like that. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's all about the tone and what you say and how you say it and everything that comes with that. So, But I truly believe that this series is going to be a lot of fun. And as I said, I'm going to talk about at some point my experiences, my journey, my ups and downs, because I believe in helping to bridge the gap. I believe in helping the next person to make less mistakes. I help I I believe in helping the next woman to make less mistakes. I definitely believe in helping the next man to make less mistakes. How should we approach relationships? And when I say relationships, it's not again by default we can just think oh dating and you know this and that and the other. It's not necessarily just about dating. It's it's relationships with friendships and parents and and everything you know so and how should we be with our money how should we be with our fitness you know how should we be in terms of people being in the community we're gonna talk about all that stuff but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do my best to single out each one and what i mean by single out each one is so for example like if i'm gonna talk about being in the community, you know, I'm going to, that the episode is going to be geared just towards 
a single and what their role is in the community. If I'm going to talk about dating, then that episode is going to be about dating. If I'm going to talk about money, then I'm going to talk about money. And perhaps sometimes there may be times where I may, I may intertwine more than one topic. For example, if we're talking about fitness, what's another thing that is linked with that? Money, right? Because let's face it, there are a lot of us out there that you 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 got to have some form of a membership. Well, I don't, I don't. I take that back. I take that back. I don't want to say you have to have a membership, but I want to say that if you are a person that wants to not work out at home, if you want to work out elsewhere, if you want if you want to work out at a place of business, let me put it that way. If you want to work out at a place of business, you're going to have to have what? You're going to have to have the money. You're going to have to have the money. You're going to have to have the money in order to exchange, in order to pay for your membership at said XYZ gym. Right? So, and not just for that gym, you got to have money so that way you can pay for your food, pay for your groceries, pay for your meals, whatever those meals look like, pay for your drinks, whatever those drinks look like, and then paying for all these extra necessities that it takes in order for you as a person to, to really be a person of great health. Okay. And, and I also want to put this out there. There are a lot of us in the church. Yes. I'm going to talk about this too. There are a lot of us in the church that need to rewire our thinking towards money. And I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real deal. Holyfield. There was times where BDB had a poverty mindset for real, for real. BDB had many times in the past where I had a poverty mindset, whether if it was perpetual or it was just in a lot of moments, I had a poverty mindset. And there are a lot of us in the church that have a poverty mindset. Now, you know, I don't know how you grew up. Perhaps you may have grown up in an environment that was not of made from money, if you will. No, nothing wrong with that. You can't change where you came from. You can't change that. But my point is that doesn't mean that's where you got to stay. Okay, and then there are those of you that perhaps you came from a different kind of environment, a different kind of upbringing and whatnot. Right. And then perhaps maybe you still have a poverty mindset for whatever reason that is. Okay, and now just for me, for the record, I came up from a great upbringing. You know, I'm going to be real to Holyfield. I did not come from a poor background. Okay, but then again, I'm not saying I came from this million dollar background or anything, but I came up. My parents, well-to-do, always took care of me in terms of having a roof over my head, lived with my parents, all that good stuff. So when it comes to that part, I don't know, I don't know nothing about lack in, in that regard. Like, I don't know nothing about that. So, I, you know, I've never been homeless. I've never lived on the streets. That's not my story. But I know perhaps that's other people's stories. It ain't even necessarily about being homeless or whatnot. It could be just like I say, you grew up in a, perhaps you grew up in a more, a different kind of environment. I grew up in a suburb environment. Even when I was very, very young, I grew up in a suburb environment. You know, like I'm an African-American male. Okay. Let me just put it all the way out there. I did not grow up in a hood environment. All right. Let me just put it out there. Now, yes, I can be hood and act hood. And I'm going to be real. Sometimes I think it's a little bit funny when I say hood stuff. I just think it's funny. But BDB did not originate from a hood environment. Right. I think I may have talked about here on the podcast. I played tennis. I played tennis in high school. Right. So, yes, there were times where I was, I won't say persecuted, but I was made fun of because I played tennis. I was made fun of because I played tennis. And 
Tennis was that sport that I just or just gravitated to. I just gravitated to it originally. I picked it up shortly after baseball when I played baseball from 92 to 94. That's around the ages of, you know, between the ages of 11, 12, 13 years old. And then right after that, I took tennis lessons, played tennis for five years. So I just grab, I just nat- organically gravitated towards it. And I was made fun of here and there saying oh, that I'm white because I played tennis. But if you say that to me now, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. Like, you ain't going to just go talk to me any kind of way if anybody ever says that. Because <laughs> BDB got different passions and different interests. Now, BDB will be up in that white room, man. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to beat you up. But I tell you what, I got the mental muscle. I'm going to give you a piece of my mind if you try to make fun of me. You try to get one over on me. I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> just thought I'd humbly put that out there. And let you know, hey, look, hey, don't don't sleep on tennis, right? I ain't played tennis in a long while, but just on a quick side note, don't sleep. Don't sleep on the sport of tennis. Why? Because 90% of that sport, at least 90% of that sport, you got to have that mentality. You got to have a mental aspect going on. And the rest of the 10% is just you putting in the execution. That's all it is. It's 90% mental. So don't ever sleep on tennis. You ain't got to you ain't got to love it. But you better put respect on it, right? All right, so thought I put that out there. But anyway, I got off on all that. Just a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a BDB backstory. So uh, yes, I didn't lose track. We're talking about fitness and money, right? So there are those of us not just in the church. There are those of us in the church. There are those of us outside the church that, in order, if you really want to have great health, then you need to have a proper perspective on money. I'm gonna say that again, especially for those of you in the church. Really, really listen up. If you if you say in one breath that you want to have great health and I'm talking about physical health, mental health, like all around great health, great all around biblical, holistic health, you're going to have to have a proper perspective on money. I'm not saying you got to be a millionaire. I'm not saying you got to make six figures, but you need to have a healthy foundational, proper perspective on money, how it works and how we as people are to work money. Okay, just want to make sure I put that out there. So that's one of the other things I'm going to be talking about as well. Because, hey, I, I tell you before, BDB has made plenty and tons of mistakes with money. I, as I told you, I've had a poverty mindset on money in the past. Didn't, you know, really didn't know how it worked. I, I had to, you know, spend a lot of time and years and of studying money and psychology of money and all that kind of stuff. And, hey, I'm still studying about all that stuff. Still you know, and, I'm, and I may look at it different than other people, right? But you still want to study it and know it. And uh, you got to know how it operates. And you got to know how to make that money. You got to know how to invest that money. Invest that money and invest that money into your physical body. The reason why I am saying that, that uh, the reason why I'm saying church people is because I've said before that, again, only as an observation, that in some kind of way, again, I don't have all the answers, but in some kind of way, churches need to have some form of conversations of having some form of a pillar in terms of existence of planting seeds in people that they need to take care of their physical health. Because, yes, the Bible does not overtly it, it is not all up in your face in terms of you being a person of physical fitness, but the Bible does mention it. The Bible does mention about being a person of physical training. Okay, I believe it's First Timothy four eight. I ain't got it in front of me, but I want to say it's First Timothy four eight or somewhere in that in that uh, chapter where it talks about 
You got to be a person that, that you got to be a person of physical training. And of course, in another scripture, the Bible talks about we are we are called to be stewards of our bodies, stewards of our bodies. And look, let me give this little little nugget, this little insight that came to me recently. Think about a stewardess. Think about a stewardess on an airplane. Right now, I'm, I'm just going to be real, y'all. This is this is just some very practical revelation. I, I ain't like read this nowhere or nothing. This is like. I thought about it like, boom, common sense. Think about a stewardess, right? They're, now, I, I probably should have looked up what the role of a stewardess is before I said this, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that one thing that a stewardess does is that they are, you know how before you go off on a flight, you know, they give you the instructions uh, about, you know, well, that, that oxygen mask before it comes down. You know, like say if the plane is ever in trouble or it, it, it's trying to land, but it, it, it's in trouble and they teach you how to put on the oxygen mask and all that kind of stuff. So the stewardess, that's their job or whoever's job it is on that plane. It's their job in order for them to tell you how that oxygen mask works. Why am I saying all that? Because that is that is their role in stewarding and taking care of every single flight person that is on that flight, every single uh, a customer that is on that flight. That is their job. Their job is to steward, to steward every single customer that is on that plane prior to that plane taking off. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that's why it was ever called the word stewardess, but if you ask me, I mean, it, it makes perfect one, two, three cents to me. So, you think about us as people steward over our body. That means your whole entire body from head to toe. You only got one body. You only got one life. Got to learn how to take care of it. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up here. Those are going to be some of the things we're going to talk about. But, um, and another reason I'm talking about this is, Hey, Valentine's day is coming up February 14th, right? 13 days from today. I know sometimes, as I mentioned, some of us are, Feeling a certain type of way, we feel lonely. Perhaps we might be depressed. I've been there. I've been depressed myself, like in the past. In the past, been depressed. I've been there. Been lonely. Felt lonely. But at some point, as a single, you have to, like, you got to depend on you. Okay. What What do I mean when I say that? Because I know some church folk, they gonna think like, oh, you gotta depend on, you know, you gotta trust in God, depend on God. Yes, you do. And the reason I say what I say is because after that, you also got, you got to, you got to, <laughs> you got to depend on yourself. You, you like you, in terms of human beings, that's the perspective I'm talking about. In terms of human beings, you got to rely on yourself. Because at the end of the day, you got to execute the free will. You got to utilize the courage within you to execute the efforts that you got to put forth in terms of your purpose and your purposes and, and all the daily tasks that you're supposed to do. It's not going to be like, like you're not going to always have a tag team partner at your side and just for real deal, Holyfield, some of you listening, you may never be married, whether if it's by choice or not choice. I don't know. You may not ever get married. I mean, I'm not trying to spook anybody by saying that, but it's like, at the end of the day, you got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every, stuff has got to get done anyway. So why not put all that maximum effort into 
your plate? Why not put all that maximum effort into yourself? And and when I say putting it into yourself, I'm not talking about being selfish and forget everybody else. And uh, you, you know what I mean? It's It's not about that. Because at some point, I'm sure I'm going to talk about being a selfless person, being a selfless person. Put all this maximum effort into yourself and your purpose and all of that, but still be a selfless person. Still be about other people. Still be about helping other people. Still be about lifting up other people. Still be a person about giving back to other people without expecting anything in return. Perhaps easier said than done for some people. So and and you might be thinking, okay, well, who are you to tell me? Who are you to tell me? I don't know you, BDB. I don't know you. I mean, I hear what you're saying. You're making some good points. Like, but for like real, real, real dear Holyfield, BDB, who are you to tell me these things? Well, I, I will tell you. Now, I am not someone that as of this recording that I don't I don't have millions of followers. I don't have hundreds of thousands of followers yet. Because let's be real, sometimes us as people, we go off of thousands or hundreds of thousands and millions of followers. Oh, man, you know what they must be saying? It must be true. Sometimes we think that we infuse that into credibility. And that's not always the case. And that's going to be dependent upon who that person is that you're following. For one, I take great pride in putting truth out to anyone who is listening. Let me remix what I just said. I take great pride in putting objective, unbiased truth out there for anyone listening. That means that I remove myself from the word truth. Did you catch what I just said? I I remove myself, my thoughts, my feelings. I remove it from the word truth. Hey, sometimes there are some parts of truth where I'm like, you know, I don't like that. You know, I ain't ain't down with that. But that's where we as people, we got to submit and lay down. However we feel, whatever that is, and find we got to have that God given help in order to inch us closer to living that truth. This is going to be real. Like, you know, being a single like you ain't going to like every single type of truth. You ain't going to just be like agree with it right off the bat. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know if y'all can relate. But, you know, he's like, oh, yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, yes, that's great. Okay, sometimes it may take some time and understanding. You may say no to some things I'm going to say at first, but I take great pride. Why should you listen to these words I'm going to say? Because I take great pride in the other person on the other side of this recording listening to this podcast. I have your best interest at heart. And like I say, I'm going to talk about my scars. I'm going to talk about the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs throughout my single journey. Uh, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about it from an aspect of. I am someone who, and and I say this, you know, with humility. That, you know, it, I, I've never been a pastor. Okay, I've never been a pastor. I don't. I've never worked in a church like that. But I have served in singles ministries within the four walls of a church, and I have served within singles ministries uh, outside of the four walls of the church in, in terms of independent ministries. And there are differences in between the two. Okay, so I, I have that experience. I've been around the church a long time. Listen to a lot of single sermons and I and I do my best to try to absorb a lot of truth that I hear from a lot of these single sermons. Why am I single why am I saying single sermons? Because you got to listen to at least for me what I believe. And there was a time where I had to listen to a lot of sermons and messages about dating, about marriage and just 
being a person, being single. And so, so that way I can have my mind more and more geared towards who I need to be and who I need to become. And as of this recording, I'm not saying I've arrived yet and I got everything figured out down pat. But I tell you what, from from who I am today from, than who I was 10 plus years ago, I, I definitely got some stuff to share with you. See what I'm saying? It's all about looking back and reaching back and lifting up the next person, lifting up the next man, lifting up the next woman. And shoot, probably perhaps even lifting up the next teenager, lifting up the next teenage man, lifting up the next teenage woman. So that way, by the time they hit their 20s, by the time they hit their uh, mid-20s, early 20s, mid-20s and 30s, they're going to be more equipped with how to be the ultimate single. And that's and I'm glad I said that word that I, I, I want to help equip. I want to help equip. Those of you out there that are single, that are that are lost, that are trying to figure out what is this thing all about? How do I go about finding or how I how, uh, finding my man or finding my woman or uh, or more so? How do I go about in this dating aspect? How do I go about doing this and doing that? How do I go about fitness and how do I go about just being an active member of society? How do I go about doing these things? Because sometimes sometimes some of you listen, you can feel like a duck. You can feel like a duck that's name is Chuck and you stuck, stuck in that rut. And you like, what? That's right. Sometimes you're going to get rhymes on this podcast out of nowhere. Cause that's, that's for real. Some of you, you probably feeling stuck. You're feeling stuck in uh, this quicksand that is like mixed in with this, this hard mud. And that's like, you just feel stuck. Like you can't get out. So I want to help soften up that mud if you will to help to help you to rise up out of that quicksand so you can get to your destination so you can get to your proper destination so i want to encourage you to follow and subscribe to the ultimate you podcast so that way when an episode is uploaded you'll be ready to download it i you thought i was going to forget about that upload and download upload and download but until then y'all once again welcome to the ultimate singles summit. I will see y'all on the next episode. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I appreciate y'all rock with me to the very end of this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. Y'all are greatly appreciated. So I am here to let you know if you have not picked up a copy of my solo debut book entitled Vision of an Athlete, I would encourage you to go to Amazon.com and get your copy today. So what are we talking about when we say vision of an athlete? Because it's, it's more than just about drinking the right drinks. It's more than just about eating the right foods. My question to you is, do you have vision when it comes to being an athlete? See, it's more than just about how many times you show up at the gym or how many workouts you do, but do you have long-lasting vision? Or better yet, do you have eternal vision? Because in that book, I unpack what real vision looks like and what a real athlete is supposed to look like. And when I say athlete, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be from an athletic background. You don't have to be from a sports family. It doesn't matter what kind of family you've grown up from. I'm here to tell you that no matter who you are, as long as you are breathing, you are an athlete, whether you realize it or not. And if you pick up my copy of the book, I will help you realize the athlete that you were created to be. 
So again, it's Vision of an Athlete. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy today. All right, guys and gals, once again, I want to say thank you for jamming this episode of the Ultimate You podcast. You are greatly appreciated. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I want to support this podcast, but I don't know how to go about doing that. Well, that's what the purpose of this is for. Now, if you want to financially support the Ultimate You podcast, you can just scroll down in the description of this episode and you should see a link that has the word support in it. Just go ahead and click that link and then follow the instructions accordingly, and then you can donate an amount of your choosing. You can be a monthly supporter, or you can be a one-time donation supporter, or however often you choose to financially support the podcast if you choose to do so. Or, simply put, you can just support the podcast by sharing it with people, right? Because there's people all over the world that desire to be healthier in some way, shape, or fashion doesn't matter what their background is doesn't matter if they're working corporate america or if they're an entrepreneur or anything in between we all want to live the absolute best lives possible when it comes to our health so either way whatever method you choose to support i just want to say i thank you very much i hope you'll keep riding with me on the ultimate youth podcast as always change and be changed <laughs>